Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I had noticed uh, uh, Dawn online uh, because she lives in the same neighborhood as my sister and our political ideologies are similar. Um, And... uh, She's an attractive um, young lady, and of course, uh, you know I'm, I'm, you know that's how we met. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, seduce her into a, a date. This is the plaintiff, Dawn Stevenson. She says she was hired by the defendant to help him clean some buildings, and the guy stiffed her on her pay. She worked her fingers to the bone. She deserves the $65 she was promised and is suing him for every penny of it because what he did just isn't right. This is the defendant, Brett. He says he met the plaintiff online and really liked her and wanted to date her. He also offered her a job helping him clean buildings. She disappeared from the job site three times. She did a terrible job. And he's not paying this woman a penny because she doesn't deserve it. He's accused of failing to pay an employee. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Million in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Million is presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Ms. Stevenson, what brings you to court today? Um, I worked with Brett for approximately two and a half weeks. Maybe How did you weeks. two meet? Um, we met online maybe a year ago. Um, like online on a dating service way or? Facebook Messenger. We had political views in common. Okay. So he added me on Facebook and then okay. he started messaging me. Okay. So I started, he offered me, um, we kind of got to talking one time about working and he hadn't been working a lot due to the COVID issue and stuff. So um, I said, well, why don't we get started back up? So I picked him up one morning and we started working. Working doing and what? And like cleaning the outsides of houses, pool decks, buildings. Um, How did you get business? He would go around and knock doors and stuff like that. So okay. Normally we, would, we got paid cash. He'd pay me half. Um, so this instance, normally he would take cash and this one was a card. And the lady sent him the money on a card. 
which normally we would not do. Okay. And he says, you're going to have to um, wait till tonight. And I was like, okay, well, then he wasn't calling me or whatever. So I pulled up on his house. <laughs> At what time did you pull up on his house? Like 10, 15. Okay. Maybe 10, 30. All right. And then what happens? I sat in my car waiting for him because I didn't see his, um, the truck there or his sister's car or whatever. So how do you um, know? Wait, wait, how do you know where he lives? How do you know what his sister's car looks like? Were you guys dating or you weren't dating? No, 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 no. We never dated. Okay. No. Um, did he want to date you? I mean, yes. Did you want to date him? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. No. All right. So now you drive up to the house and then you are parked in front of his house and then he drives up in a car? In his brother-in-law's pickup truck. Okay. And then he comes out, he sees you there and he starts yelling at you because what? He didn't have the payment that he owed me. Okay. And he didn't expect you to show up at his house either, right? Well, probably not, but you know, I was expecting he would have it after nine o'clock at night. So I figured by 10, 15, he would have probably had it. So I just kind of showed up. That's a little aggressive to show up at the guy's house. So then how does it end up that night? I just, I just took off. All right. And then what happened? And then he still hasn't paid you. He blocked me on Facebook. There you go. All right, Mr. Brett, what is your side of this? (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, I had uh, I came down to visit my sister uh, and then uh, I had just recently split up with my fiance in, in Tennessee. Uh, yeah, you know, I was going through an emotional tough time, but I came to visit my sister for the first time in a long time. Um, and then COVID got me stuck here. And uh, I, I had noticed uh, uh, Dawn online uh, because she lives in the same neighborhood as my sister and our political ideologies are similar. Um, and uh, She's an attractive um, young lady. And of course, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, that's how we met. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, seduce her into a, a date. Uh, and, uh, you know, that didn't end up occurring. Um, but uh, we remained friends. And then um, that was last year. And so let's get to the part about how you hire her. You hire her because you're trying to date her. In Tennessee, I started hiring women for the first time and found out, um, wow, they can actually outwork most young men. Of course. Uh, if they, uh, you know, if they're committed, um, they'll. Okay, they'll, great. But you, you hired know, her because be you liked her. So you asked her, hey, oh, we'll yeah, split it 50 50 because you were still hoping to get that date. Absolutely. Well, then why didn't you Never pay her? Nothing, nothing says I like life. you and respect you like not paying you. Like, why didn't you pay her? Uh, well, um, uh, I'll explain it to you. I didn't not pay her. I, I paid her uh, well, overpaid her because she had no experience. She had the vehicle. I ended up back at my sister's due to the uh, uh, detriment of COVID, what it did to me financially, because my van broke down and I could not um, get around. And my I'm sorry. You had a deal with her own. where it would be 50-50. You can't back out of that deal because it didn't look good to you then. Every okay, time you guys worked, yeah, you were supposed correct, to pay correct, her correct. half. So why you didn't you pay her half? Why was this one different? That's my question. I did. I, I paid her half until her half of the obligation started um, diminishing. Okay. So you feel uh, she I didn't earn the money. What did she do to not earn the money? What'd she do? Can I, okay. Um, what she did was um, she screamed all day long because she was not happy. She did not want to be out there in the hot sun working. 
Um, she was trying to tell me how to run my business that I've run and set up successful crews in multiple states. She's trying to tell me how to do everything. Um, and then she's unhappy. Anything that doesn't go her way, um, you know, then she's, I mean, she's literally being irrational and uh, hard to deal with. So basically, um, she uh, she like ditched out on me. Um, what do you mean by ditched out on day. you? What do you mean by ditched well, out? Well, uh, when I hired her at 50 percent, I said, now, listen, I've never hired anybody at 50 percent before because um, what I do, I make it look easy. Can, but we, can we get past, though? That's the deal you struck. So I'm not interested in going over it over and over. You, you struck that deal because you didn't have any wheels. I get it. I want to know what she did this last time that made you feel, you know what? You didn't earn your 50%. What didn't she right, do? Right. What, how did she not do her job? What did she do? She, like, Because when you're telling me, well, she was whining and she was complaining and she was nagging, that's a reason to never hire her again. You pay her okay. what you owe her and you part ways. But you went one right. further and you wouldn't pay her what you owed her for a job she did. But that's not the way. You, you, keep, you keep putting the narrative in there for me and not letting me explain myself. So why didn't um, you pay her? What happened was um, because uh, I didn't feel I owed it to her. Welcome back to the People's Court. I'm Harvey Levin. The plaintiff says she did a hard day's work but didn't get paid because the defendant wanted to date her and she said no. But the defendant says the plaintiff was a horrible worker and she doesn't deserve a cent. Let's see what the judge thinks. I told her when I hired her, if I can finish my answer, um, that comes with a, a responsibility. Um, that means, that, uh, you know, you don't just get 50 percent. I'm giving you 50 percent because uh, you have the vehicle and you can get me to work and it behooves me. However, there's obligations to that 50 percent. How did you she fail in her obligation every day? You have to tell me how time. she failed in her obligation that day. Well, number one, uh, the, the only way I could get payment was through uh, Cash App. No, that's fine. Um, and, and I know I that even, that takes a few days to come in. App, I no. know that. I'm asking why on August 11th, then, you still hadn't paid her. Because um, I, I didn't feel I owed it to her because um, she was uh, she was just... Uh, uh, it, there's no way to explain it, but it, it's irrelevant to you. So uh, No, it's no very relevant anymore. to me. Except it's the essence of your defense. It's super relevant. So take a second and explain it to me. We had a verbal agreement as to what her responsibilities were to be for her 50%. She did not live up to them. Well, didn't she pick um, you up that morning? Uh, I had, I'm, absolutely. Okay. I, I, I withheld re getting my own uh, material money back just so I could pay her um, the day uh, she shows up at my brother-in-law's house. I'm a guest. And she shows up. Uh, I get off work. This job takes me um, literally until like 930 at night. And she's in the driveway. I didn't tell her to meet me at the driveway at 1030. Um, and, and but you were supposed to meet starts, her that night, though, uh, right? I walked straight to her. I didn't start yelling at her either. Were I you to the, to the vehicle? Wait, how are you going to give her her money that night? Because I know in the text you had said you were going to give her. Are you OK, <laughs> Mr. Brett? Do you have a problem with women? Yes, I'm. No, I don't have a problem with women, but every time I, I try to give you an because answer. Because if I was a man, I don't think you'd keep rolling your eyes and shifting in your seat. I'm it's not that I'm rolling. I, okay. I don't mean to roll my eyes. I mean, no disrespect, right. Your Honor. Okay, so, um, um, so here's I, I my question. Answer, Mr. Mr. Brett, here's my question. Why were you texting her that she'd get her money that night? How else was she going to get it but in person? Okay, well, um, to, to get her uh, off my back, to get her to just kind of get her away from me. 
Um, and it didn't work out. I didn't have it for her that night. So when I got, I saw her parked in the driveway, I got right out and I walked to her window and said, I'm sorry. Um, I cannot pay you till morning. And she starts screaming and hollering. I, I quietly said through the window, uh, uh, you know, I can't pay you. And I didn't feel I owed it to her, but I was going to pay it to her anyways to be rid of her. Okay. Because, um, she just turned into a different type of person. So you feel that you I, don't owe her I the money. She, but you accepted her ride that day and had her work next to you. But then after this, she caused Correct. a scene at your sister and brother-in-law's house. So that's why she you feel you don't, you don't owe her the money. Yeah, yeah I disagree. Yeah, you owe her I, the I money. Her, why won't you date him? You why won't you date him? He likes you. Why won't you date him? $65 verdict for the plaintiff. That's my judgment. $65 verdict for the plaintiff. You're crazy. So the plaintiff is going to get her money, all $65 from Brett, the defendant. Brett, uh, <laughs> what's going on in your mind right now? Well, I, I felt like uh, um, the judge was, um, she was cutting me off. Like, she asked me if I liked women, had a problem with women. I, I, I asked the same in reverse, does she have a problem with men? Because as soon as I tried to spit out a full answer, um, she's cutting me off before I can even get my answer out there. She just kept trying to get you to explain why you didn't pay her. You were dancing around the issue. You got to give her the money and that's it. And she finally sued you. She got so upset with it. Were you shocked when you got sued? Oh, absolutely. It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's water under the bridge. Well, I don't know. I don't blame her for suing you, quite frankly. Uh, let's talk to Ms. Stevenson. Why didn't you date him? This was not my type. I bet you won't work for him again, will you? Absolutely not. Okay. Harvey? So, Doug, here's the thing. If somebody pitches a fit because uh, you didn't pay them, you can't defend non-payment because they got upset. That is not a defense to non-payment, period, end of sentence. My question is, what's your go-to Sunday dinner to cook? <laughs> go-to Sunday dinner to cook. Um, I'm not a great cook, but I can grill stuff on the grill. So you're I'm a great say, griller. Steaks on great the grill. Great griller. Thank you. You've uh, got you perfected it during COVID. You it, really, really did because we I, did a, a lot more yeah, of it. We had a lot of cooking at home. So yeah. um, steaks on the grill, and then you in the kitchen usually take care of like salads, side dishes, all that other stuff. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. uh, I'm not great at cooking in the kitchen. You're really good. I'm uh, I'm good at cleaning which is good because Boston Suds is one of it's my special thing. Yeah, it's my right. thing. It's what I do. So then uh, it's a very symbiotic out. relationship. Exactly. Very much so. It's like, I, you know, like the bird that eats the ticks off the back of the hippo or something, right? <laughs> like you're one Wait, of those. Wait, am I the hippo in that example? Uh, <laughs> you might be because I'm the cleaner guy. So I'm the bird. Right. Uh, we, I, you know, I think we've all gotten more homey during COVID. That's, I guess that's yeah. one of the good things. But um, yeah. And I've enjoyed it. It's I think a, it's, it's easier when you're an empty nester uh, and you're stuck at home over COVID. Right. It was really hard when you were raising three kids and running around and picking up kids from sports and trying to be everywhere. And, you know, right. it was a, a lot harder then. Right. But um, now it's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Von Dello James. She says the defendants are daughter's godmother, and they were all going to Orlando together last July. Three weeks before the trip, the defendant changed their agreement regarding how they split up the costs. And she changed her mind about going and now wants her money back. The defendant refuses. So here they are. She's suing for $423. The money she's out. This is the defendant, Mierto Leone. She says the plaintiff didn't have any money, so she put the charges on her credit card for her. Once she told the plaintiff her daughter's boyfriend would be joining them, she got real upset and backed out a week before the trip, and she refuses to give her a refund. She's accused of letting a goddaughter down. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff says the defendant, her daughter's godmother, is tearing the family apart because she won't ante up for a trip that was canceled. But the defendant says the plaintiff is the one who's acting childish because she backed out of the trip and owes the woman nothing. It's the case of letting a godmother down. Thank you, Doug. You're welcome. All right, Ms. James, you and Ms. Leon have known each other for how long? Um, About 11 years. In fact, she is... Uh, your daughter's godmother, and you are her son's yes. godmother, correct? Yes. We have a term for that That's in correct. Spanish. We call it comadres, co-mothers, mm-hmm. uh, when you're the godparents of each other's children. So what brings you to court to sue your comadre? Well, um, her sister had called, which her sister's um, son, his birthday is July 4th. My daughter's birthday is July 12th. So they decided, hey, let's just kill three birds with one stone. Um, so we was going to do going on a trip. Each family was going to go together with the kids, celebrate the two kids' birthday. So um, Mito, since she hasn't been on a family vacation in a while, she decided to bring all her kids, even her older kids who are 19. Okay. Where were you so guys we, going to go? Orlando. So the trip was, we were supposed to go to Aquatica, SeaWorld, and swimming with the dolphins. Um, so when we decided to... Um, so from we your family, it's you and your child and anybody yeah. else, your dog? My dog. Because your dog never... Puppy. Your dog goes where you go. Yeah. Okay. And they knew that and they were fine with it. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then is. on the defendant's side, it would be her and how many kids? Five. Okay. And you knew that and you were fine with it. Yeah. Okay. And then the defendant's sister's side, Naisha, is it? Yes. Okay, Naisha, mm-hmm. it was going to be her and what, just one child? One child and their mother. Okay, and so how do you decide mm-hmm. to split it up? We were the, uh, we split it up to be fair because the three of us were going. We split into the three. Now, mind you, um, we decided anyone else coming on the trip is going to be split into four, whoever comes. By the, when her Between me, Mito, and Naisha. Okay, so go on. Okay, so three weeks before the trip, I get a FaceTime. She, on her own, decided to let her, her daughter's boyfriend join the How trip. How old is her daughter? Her daughter is 19. How old is the boyfriend? From what she told me, he's 20. Had you met I her? only met him briefly once, briefly once. All right, so she decides to let her daughter bring her boyfriend, and you say... Yes. I said no. Well, I didn't say no at first. I said, well, then, 
since he would have to pay four ways for the trip. But he's 20 years old. Does he have a job? What's he do? I don't know. He, All right, Ms. Leon, what does he do? He doesn't do anything. He is a college student with my daughter, and they live ah, on campus. Okay, I got you. All right, so he's not an adult with a job. He's a college student who's been dating your daughter how long? It's about to be Just a in year. a year. All right, so here's my question to you, Ms. Leon. Did it occur to you to ask Ms. James, hey, uh, my daughter wants to bring her boyfriend. Are you okay with that? Or did you just inform so, her that Honor, the boyfriend was coming? No, that's not how it went. So we were on the phone and she heard Kayla in the background because Kayla was also in the room with me when we were having the conversation. And Kayla said, please, mom, can Cosmo come, please? And I'm like, Kayla, I had told you before that I just wanted it to be just all of us. But my daughter has a brain injury from a, um, a car accident that happened almost four years ago. So she has anxiety due to the car accident. So I was like, you know what, fine. You had already told him you gonna he can come. She did that on her own. And I said, fine. So then that's when she was like, so now Cosmo is coming? And I'm like, yeah, because she wants Cosmo to come. And I don't want to go back and forth with you. Right. I understand, Ms. Leon, you're kind, of, you're kind of ignoring my question. Because her impression of this is take it or leave it is the way you presented it. Um, no, no, no. Because that, that, see, we didn't even have a text conversation. We were actually all on FaceTime. They, she wanted to know how the money was going to go. And I'm like, well, he is a college student. He doesn't have a job. And then she goes, well, if he's coming, then he has to pay for the share of the house. And I was like, he doesn't have a job. She's like, but he's considered an adult. I'm like, he's considered a part of my family. That means if he's an adult, Kayla is an adult. So would you tell me Kayla have to pay? She's like, but Kayla is your kid. And I'm like, well, he's a part of my family. That is Kayla's boyfriend. And I'm like, and if you want him to pay for something, so then he'll pay for some of the car rental like $200 or whatever. She's like, well, that's not fair that he gets to pay, you know, $200 because he's a part of your family, but we had to pay $400 for the car rental each and you get to pay less money. And then she goes, well, we should get money back. That was the whole argument in the beginning. She wanted money back. And I'm like, what money should I give you back? And then it started going from, okay, well, if this is how it's going to go, then wherever we go, me and my, I'm going to, I'm going to pay for me and my daughter's bill. Right. And I said, that's fine, Nichelle, um, Nichelle, because I do. I call her Nichelle. And she's like, well, um, OK, then that's fine. I'm like, that's fine, Nichelle. I'm not never going to ask you to pay for me and my entire family, like to split a bill. If you feel like you don't want to split a bill. I've been many places with her before, and I've never asked anyone to pay for me and my children, knowing that I have more kids than most of my most of my friends. I've always held my own. And I explained that to her. And then she just kept going because she wanted money back. So then now it started to get to where she started talking about other things that had nothing to do with the trip. Like? Like my personal business. I'm like, you know what? I don't even care. Like, you know, he's going on the trip. She already told him he's going on the trip. She was the only one making a back and forth. So I think everybody agrees that at some point, Ms. James, you're the one who says, I'll do you one better. I'm not going on this trip. It's yep. a bunch of lies that she just told. Hold right on. In there. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Oh my. It's a bunch of lies. When she told me about Cosmo going, we were on FaceTime talking. She said, Look, look what Kayla's boyfriend bought me. He bought me some earrings. I said, Oh, so that's nice. She was like, Oh, Kayla told him he could come on the trip. So I said, Well, then he's going to pay three, what he's going to put in money for the, um, right. the house but and Ms. the car. But, Ms. Then James, said, why would you think that when he's a 20 year old college kid without a job? Like, it's, it's in other words, it's not like well, it's an adult. Um, well, then you know. he should have asked his parents because the thing is, we had set a pre pre precedence. Anybody else coming in the trip, we never accept college student, 
305. Right, it but don't sick. you think there's, in other words, what skin is it off your nose that this kid was going? There's already a thousand people going into this Airbnb. It's not like you were hoping for peace and quiet. There's a million kids. There's your dog. Well, no, uh, because so I how was it going to affect you? I think that what happened is that your original deal started to look kind of not that great to you, where you're splitting into thirds when she has so many more kids. And so, but if she's going to invite someone else, then she should have asked up, you. She should have asked, asked you. And she she should have. No, I have I, to bring my dog. I'm not, and I I'm not sure I agree with you that she should cut it into fourths and put up a fourth for the kid. But I do believe that there's no world she where she shouldn't have asked you. There was no you. warning, nothing. Three yeah. weeks before a trip, and you change the dynamic of the trip and say, "Well, he's coming." I said, "I'll do you one better. Return my whole refund." What that can what I happened. ask you guys something? How close were you before this fight? How close so, Your were Honor? you? Stop talking, Ms. Leon. I'm talking. You guys made each other the godmothers of your children. Don't you feel a little silly, both of you, not one of you, both of you, that it got as far as it got and ruined Orlando? I felt Orlando? though. I know you I did. Really felt There's baggage here to unpack. It. It's, you felt, and, and I don't blame you. I really don't. I don't blame you for feeling disrespected because I do think that when you have a trip planned, Ms. Leon, if you want to change an aspect of it, even if it's your daughter's bringing her boyfriend, that's something that you should run by everybody as opposed to just planning on your own. Having said that, though, Ms. James, it's not as though it was the three of you on a let's escape and have a, you know, margaritas by the pool trip. It was really a, a raucous you know, Airbnb, dogs, kids, everything. So it wasn't, it wasn't going to change the dynamic that much. I really think that what bothered you the most about it was she's already only paying a third and she's bringing twice as many kids. So when she added another kid, that's the part that felt more disrespectful because- It was, you, honestly. Right, it was. I know. And, you know, you say, Ms. Leon, with great fanfare, I've always paid my share. If I go out to dinner, I know I have more kids, so I pay more of the bill. But no one heard you saying that in this situation. You're paying a third. You're paying a third and you're bringing 142 children. You know, um, you're bringing three times as many children as everybody else. I'm sorry, six times now as many children as everyone else. So do you understand, Ms. Leon, do you understand where that might hurt her feelings when you make a decision like that and without like saying, hey, listen, this is coming up. You know, it would really, do you mind? He'll, he'll flop on the floor. Uh, you know, I'll pay for, all, for his food. Do you mind? It, it would have been Your fine. Honor, and that's why I gave her back $812. So that's $800. $800. I'm, I'm, I just want to point this out, that that's $800 that came out of your pocket Instead of what she was, in my estimation, unreasonably requesting, which is that the kid put a, a fourth more, or you put his part, would have been a lot less than $800, right? Would have been a lot less than $800. <laughs> and you, it's a college student, Miss James. It's a college student. You know darn well that he doesn't have a job and he's not going to pay what the adults are paying. But you are willing to let your child be deprived of this fun trip that your child was looking forward to just to make your point. You're both not. It was supposed to be You're both not. I would trip. So you guys chew on that and let that marinate in your brains. In the meantime, I got a rule on this case, and here's what I have. 
I have $800 that has already been sent your way, which I'm not sure you were really entitled to, because I don't find that letting the girl bring her boyfriend is that material a breach. Even if it was rude as hell, I don't find that it was that material a breach. It wasn't going to change anything about the trip. It would have just been one more kid to ignore uh, <laughs> while you guys were trying to have fun. So I do not find that she owes you the $423. So that's no, but- where we are. We're done, and my verdict in this case is for Ms. Leon. Having said my verdict is for you, Ms. Leon, you have nothing at all to celebrate because you crushed a really good friendship just in the way you presented it. It's all in the presentation. It's all in the words we use. Words have meaning, and they have consequences. Good luck, folks. Ms. James, what do you think about what the judge said to you? I mean, it's a friendship that's over, so... It's over. It's yeah. over. It's over. It's done. It's there's nothing coming back from that. You already show me what kind All of right. person you are and how you would treat my kid. Ms. Leon, let me ask you something. Uh, this friendship is over from her point of view. How about yours? You would agree with the same thing? The friendship been over at that same that same after I refunded her the money. That was it. After she went on social media and started bashing me, I never responded. The friendship was over. All right, Harvey. You know, Doug, I think it's useful to talk just for a second about conditions to a deal. If there was a condition here about bringing a boyfriend or not bringing a boyfriend, that's one thing. But if there are no conditions stated, generally, that is not a defense to not returning the money. How many pairs of shoes do you own? Seriously? Yes. How many pairs of shoes do you own? Come on, fess up. It's not, confess uh, comparatively, I'm not bad at all. I mean, when I started this gig, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was 39 years old and I had like Louboutins all the way across, uh-huh. you know, with their red soles and my right. Jimmy Choo's. And I uh-huh. was, you know, and then of course, 20 years passed. And, <laughs> and what happened to you physically? Oh, a couple of surgeries. <laughs> and, uh, I, and, you know, mercifully, my children are smarter than I am and they right. don't contort their feet into ridiculous heels like women's I did. Feet, women's feet take a beating. In it's ridiculous. Heels men would never, heels. it's so clear right? that it was invented by a man because yeah. men would never, ever no. succumb to this. They're torture pain. devices. Right. They look great. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You wear them. They look really good on you too. It turns uh, me on too to see you wear them. Okay. So uh, honestly, um, so yeah. So now they're slightly more sensible and yeah. you know, you marry your shoes, you keep them forever. You don't really just turn I'm them married. Listen, that, that bodes well for you. I just marry yeah, everything and keep right. it forever. My cars, my shoes, my husband. Yeah, I guess so. I should look the bright side of that. Huh? <laughs> this is the Justin Longo. He says he purchased a car from the defendant, and the thing had a cracked head gasket. The defendant tried to cover it up to the naked eye, and he's here suing today for the return of his $2,700 because he was ripped off. This is the defendant, Robert Souza. He says the plaintiff's a liar. With no proof, he tried to cover up anything. The car was in great condition when he sold it. The plaintiff bought it without even test driving it. And a sale is a sale. And he owes nothing. He's accused of hiding defect. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket. The plaintiff bought a car from the defendant, says it was a clunker with a blown gasket, and he wants his money back. But... The defendant says the car was in great condition when he sold it to the plaintiff, and he's sorry, but he simply doesn't owe the guy a penny. It's the case of 
I'm blowing a gasket over this car. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Mr. Longo, you are suing Mr. Souza for $2,700. The cost of a vehicle that you bought from him, which according to you is a lemon, and he knew it. Tell me about it. Well, um, in February, towards the end of it, I bought the car. I did go and see it. I did look over it. And everything looked good, except for a slight oil smell that was burning off of it. And when I questioned him about that, he said he had just had it taken in for an oil change, not even about an hour before I came to see it, and that that was just some oil burning off the um, engine. Well, come to find out, what was actually wrong is the valve cover gaskets had gone bad again. Wait, wait. So wait a second. So how did it drive? Uh when I did drive it, after I had gotten it home, because I had to... Wait, wait, ha- wait, wait, back up. You bought a car without I'm test sorry. driving it? Uh, due to the weather out and due to the time, no, I didn't test drive it, but... Uh, how, what it was, was the weather? What was the weather like that you could buy it, a it car but not test out. drive it? So why... It was, it was pretty raining out. Okay. And I just, wanted to, I just wanted to get the car home. So you didn't... Net, let, I, I suppose I know the answer to my next question, which is, did you have a mechanic check it out? I think we know what that is if a little rain stops you from test driving it. After the fact, I did, yes. <laughs> it keeps us in business. I understand. It does. It keeps us in business nonstop. <laughs> but, but the reality is, is a test drive wouldn't have shown what was wrong because it had been covered up. One of the How had it been covered? Chris's First auto. of all, what is it? What, according to your mechanics, is wrong the, with it? The head gasket is bad. What does bad um, mean? Can you be more specific? It's either cracked or warped. And Well, do you have anything else. from the mechanics saying what it is? Yes, I have from AutoCare that goes into detail of everything that's showing why it would have that. Just a minute. Um, Yep. Coolant system is getting overpressurized and coolant is milky, likely caused by a bad head gasket or cracked head. What do you mean? They can't see it? They would have to disassemble the top half of the engine. So then how do they know that's what it is? Car has large um, the, amounts of oil leaking from head gasket area, which also yes. could indicate a bad head gasket or cracked head. Yes. So what did they do? Nothing? Uh, he didn't want to go further than that. He doesn't deal with bad head gaskets. So now so this I is Chris's it. auto. And right. at Chris's auto. And that's where he found the stop leak in the radiator. Check burning only- smell, lacks heat, found stop leak in the radiator. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Souza. What's going on? How long did you have this car? About a year. And uh, did you drive it during that year? Oh, yeah. Drove it everywhere. Okay. Was there ever any problems ran, with it? Ran great. No. The, I had the heater car flushed because I was having an issue with the heater, the heat. That was remedied by just them cleaning it. He claims that um, there was a the smell of oil the day he went to look at the car and concluded the car seemed to be in good shape. Aside from a burning smell, I, like, why isn't that enough to make you go running? as opposed to buying a car without even bothering to get inside of it and test driving it. Mr. Souza, tell me what, um, what happened? Were you shocked that he didn't even test drive it? I was absolutely shocked. As a matter of fact, I felt rushed from the beginning to the end. Um, I offered him to take it for a ride. I would have gone with him, of course. And he just didn't want to. I, he's, his exact words is, I trust you. He didn't look under the vehicle. And if he had, he would have seen, yeah. There was an oily. It's a 99. You know, I had replaced the uh, valve cover gaskets 
which was like 90% of the oil leak. How do you suppose that you're going to prove, Mr. Longo, that Mr. Souza knew there was a broken head gasket when not even your mechanic can know it without taking the car apart? Well, the mechanic being experienced with it is everything points to it. The key here is... Yeah, but how is this guy going to know about it? He's a private party who you bought a car from. The key is the sealant in the cooling system, in the radiator. You only put sealant in to seal head gaskets. And by putting the sealant in, you also remedy the heater core useless because it clogs the heater core. Because he had put sealant in the system and it clogged the heater core, so he was trying to get it fixed. And I do have You're quite the detail guy for a guy who didn't even bother to test drive it and has no warranty. Hindsight's... No, but you're not hindsight. Have you ever bought a car before? I've bought plenty. And right. I've usually and yeah. I've always been on. But if it's for. nothing that a test drive would have shown, then how are you going to prove that this guy's on notice? Because you see any car that you buy that's a well, used car, in particular, a used car that's 21 years old is an as is sale. There is no warranty to it. So you'd have to prove that he was deceptive, knew there was an issue, and snowed you on it. You're telling me well, that it's a head gasket that's cracked. Probably. Well, what do you mean probably? Well, but they wouldn't be able to see it unless they took everything apart. Well, he didn't take everything apart, so how would he know? The sealant in the system. You only put the that in The only thing he knows is how gasket. it drives. He says it drove great. He had to be the one to put the sealant in the system. So, He's the one that set it up that way. Did you put sealant in the radiator? No. Okay, now what? What's your no, next I, move? I had, I, had the system, I had the system flushed. Okay. And putting new exactly. antifreeze in it. So there's no way. Yeah, the system no flushed, way. and yet there's sealant. I had the system flushed. Sir, I had the system flushed because it was time. I hadn't known who had the car prior to me. I wanted to make sure I was all set for the winter. No mechanic is going to put sealant, like you said, in the system. Yeah, for all I know, the sealant right. is in the no system because something is. is cracked in your 21-year-old car. We're done, Mr. Longo. Verdict for Mr. Souza. Mr. Longo, let me ask you, I'm sure you're a little frustrated right now. What are you, what are you thinking? Well, the only way the ceiling could get in there is, is if he put it in there. Uh, I do realize I didn't drive it first. I didn't have a mechanic test it. She is right on that. And- you know, I feel sorry for you, but she was. I, obviously, you've learned something about buying a used car, right? I wanted to trust him. That is the truth. All righty. Sorry about that. That's the way it goes. Mr. Souza, I guess you feel vindicated somewhat, don't you? You should, at least. Right? Yeah, I do. I do. I, like I said, I and sold it. And you have no me. explanation on how any sealant got in there, if it did at all, no. right? No, I don't. No, no. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't use that stuff. Okay. Well, congratulations. You're the victor. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, Harvey. Okay, Doug. Well, look. This is an as-is sale. We've talked about this a gazillion times on the show. Um, but I want to say this, that the older the item is, in this case, the car's 21 years old, for crying out loud, the older it is, the harder it's going to be for you to prove that one exception, which is fraud, that somebody withheld a defect. I mean, the fact is, when you buy a 21-year-old car, lots of stuff goes wrong. It's going to be real hard to prove that there's any defect that was hidden But get it in writing. Get some kind of a warranty that it's in good condition. It's the only thing that'll save you. Marilyn, if you could live anywhere in the United States, anywhere in the world, where would you live? I'd live in the exact spot of the earth that I live in now. 
in the exact house that I live in now. <laughs> no, I think it's where the I raised the kids. Oh yeah, right. And with the exact person that I live with now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I really love Miami. I love being close to the water. I, yeah. I, I really feel the water. You're a beach person. Like you uh, yeah, not even beach, between. just water, any water. I don't need to be in right. sand. Right. I just need water and I need warmth. Absolutely. Oh, that's good. Um, if it were me, I would say in the mountains somewhere. I like yeah. the mountains. The mountains, it's like you get beautiful views like you do at a beach perhaps, but you don't get sand in your butt. So <laughs> it's like, you know, it has its virtues. I like the fresh air, the cool air up in the It in does the smell different in mountains. And uh, so I'm, I would pick uh, probably Western North Carolina mountains. That's going to do it for this session of the People's Court. We want to see you tomorrow, so tune in and we will see you then.